where we'd be a long time ago. Where'd you uh, come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Cotton eyed Joe. <laughs> this is the Iceberg episode one ninety eight. Sincerely brought to you by, <laughs> by uh, Lee and Trevin. Lee and Trevin. Uh, host this week, Lee, Lee and Trevin. Trevin. <laughs> Trevin and Lee. Uh, it is September first. Yeah. Is the first day of September, yeah. or as I like to call it here in Winnipeg, the first day of spring. Yeah, because it was a nice twenty one degrees, breezy. Like mm-hmm. Team Breezy outside yeah. today. Um, I, uh, I really like the temperature sitting around 20. Yeah. When you can wear a jacket or not. Yeah, or not. Your choice. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Shorts? Pants? Yeah. Who cares? Chef's choice. Yeah, chef's, <laughs> chef's choice. <laughs> but it's, uh, it is it is a nice day out. It's um, after the humid death wave we had recently. Yeah. Uh, that was that was not... 30 degree temperatures. I'll just fucking... Can barely breathe. We, the atmosphere's more water than air. We get... The, we get the temperate highs in the summer, and we get the temperate lows in the winter. We just have to deal with it. And we get one month combined a year where yeah. it's actually a livable temperature. Or just constantly nice. wet. Yeah, <laughs> or just wet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, here we are. It is a Sunday. Labor Day tomorrow. For all you laborers out there, you do get a day off. Unless you work at, like, probably McDonald's. They're probably still open. People oh, yeah. eat burgers. I'm actually, uh... Oh, wait, no, no. My, my work actually is still open. <laughs> I'm actually is... working tomorrow. I was going to be like, I'm actually surprised my work is closed, but it's not. <laughs> no, no, they're open. definitely open. Yeah. I think they're only closed, like, Christmas Day. That's, that's the, it. On one day of the year, they're closed. Even New Year's Day, they're open. Even, they're, yeah. Boxing Day. Well, L- fucking obviously they're, Boxing they're Day. They're open Labor Day. We're, we're that one out. <laughs> yeah, figure that out. The one day we've set aside, that's yeah. just like, everybody gets to stay home. Yeah, no one has to work today. But people have to work today. Well, because everybody's off, so you obviously wanted to make money. Yeah. Whatever. Greedy corporations. And the fact that the fact that that's the case, but Sunday you can't be open before a certain time. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. You can close at 6. You can't be open a certain time because it's the Lord's Day, but Jesus' birthday, you know, make sure you're working that day. So figure that one out. So me and Trevor have been playing Saints Row 4. Yeah, we're uh, we're almost done well, all of the side quests. According which are, to the save file, we were fifty percent done. Yeah, I think that's we, including we, side quests, though. It is. Yeah, we've barely touched the main. Story. We destroyed the side quests. In that yeah, game. Uh, and even so, there's still a ton we haven't done yet. Like I had a dream. Yeah, that I was playing Saints Row Five. Oh yeah, you telling me about that before uh, my phone died. <laughs> this is Saints Row Five, as I saw it in my dream. And uh, Deep Silver and Volition, if you want to call me, uh, we can work this out. We, I wanna, I wanna help yeah. you. Help me, help you. Uh, this is Saints Row 5, as I imagine it. Obviously, you can't do... what They did once with Saints Row 4, which is use the exact same engine, and just add a bunch of crazy bullshit on top of it, like from Saints Row 3. Mm. You can only do that once. Saints Row 4 is yeah. passing on its Even incredible Even with Saints Row 1 factor. and 2, it's the same city and everything, but yeah. they revamped the physics engine. Mm. You can only get away with a Saints Row 4 once. So mm. Saints Row 5... What are we going to do? Well, obviously, they're going to. Apparently, they're going to leave the franchise alone for a little while. That's what they said. They're, they're done with the Saints story. Let's start up with a new gang, a new gang called yep. Saints, or even a reboot. Start them small. Yeah, start them small, but. New city? But. Get, get this. Okay. Time travel plot. I See, I thought there was time travel. In Saints Row Four, <laughs> probably is. I mean, hmm. you're in the you're in the Matrix, so. Yeah, uh, but, but get this. So imagine playing Saints Row Two. Everything in Saints Row Two, all the activities and stuff. It's 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 silly, but it's still grounded in kind of a a, a world where you know these things could yeah. feasibly maybe oh, yeah. happen. Uh, but the time travel plot is you go to these different. It's the same city, but in different eras of time, including That's like awesome. a prehistoric time. Uh, so you become the ultimate, you start by going to the earliest point in history, become the ultimate gang. Yeah. Gang, move forward 10 years. Well, what happened to our gang? Why are we the ultimate gang yeah, 10 like, years later? The thing is you would go, the ultimate gang you'd go throughout history and you'd be hanging out with yeah. like notorious gangsters throughout history. And usurping them. <laughs> yeah. And then like you kind of, you keep revisiting these different time periods. They're like, they're like areas in the game. Yeah. So like as you progress in the main story of the game, you can go back to these times and do further missions. And mm. one of the, one of the areas would obviously be a prehistoric area mm. where you could ride a T-Rex. Yeah. And then eventually the idea would be is you can bring these things back with you to the modern day so while that and then you're straight up riding a t-rex into yeah. battle with gangs and it's just like that's ridiculous but a little more grounded and less sci-fi than i would say saints row 4 is mm-hmm. uh so you know you'd have like an al capone kind of like prohibition mm-hmm. thing going on and then you'd get like you'd get gear and weapons Wild West and, and, stuff, uh, and like, clothes based on the era yeah so you'd be like in the prehistoric times with like a caveman gang mm-hmm. fighting t-rexes because that's science <laughs> uh yeah evolution what's that uh you know, I, that was my that was that was the game I played in my dream. I rode a T Rex and fought, cool. fought raptors. <laughs> the raptor gang. <laughs> the raptor gang. Don't fuck with us. We're the raptor gang. Those guys. Velociraptors for life. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> raptors, man. Shit. Yeah. Like, there's they have crazy little claws. Yeah. They get into like V. They can make like a V and an E, can't they? It's a vlog. Or like a VR. 
We are VR. Um, and something else I wanted to mention that I meant, meant to talk about a couple weeks ago is a comic book called Batman 66. This is like the catching up ver- okay. uh, episode of this guy's work. Batman 66 is a comic book, ba- it's a comic book based on the Adam West Batman. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so it's Batman and Robin, and it's, it, the style looks like it, all the dialogue sounds like it's the Adam West Batman, and it's a comic book based on it. But, it's if the Adam West Batman didn't have a budget, and they could do anything they wanted, Sweet. it was just out, out there. So the second issue, the, uh, this iceberg rolls into Gotham Harbor, and you're like, okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> so Batman and Robin show up in the Bat Boat, or whatever the fuck they do, yeah. and Penguin's on the iceberg. Obviously. Okay, not Mr. Freeze. And he, well, just wait. So Penguin's just like, come at me, Batman. And Batman's like, oh, why I oughta. Yeah. And then Penguin's like, actually, this is a sovereign nation. You can't fuck me on this iceberg because oh, I'm, oh. I'm a sovereign nation. And Batman's, I, I didn't think that Batman followed the law. Like, I thought Batman, sovereign nations meant nothing to Batman. Yeah, this Bat- isn't Lethal Weapon too. Batman doesn't follow the law. He follows his own um, morals. So, so you understand. know what, Batman, he can't have the police back him up on this, but he's going to go in anyways, and he gets captured, and sure enough, Mr. Freeze is in on this, and he's created the iceberg for the Penguin. Okay. And then the Penguin reveals to Batman uh, his his heinous plot of what he's doing with this iceberg in Gotham Harbor. Uh, I don't know, you couldn't even guess this, but when he, when he reveals it, it's just like, yep, he's, he has this iceberg parked in the harbor and he's taxing all of the ships that go in and out of the harbor and he's making money off of that and that's the beginning and end of his plot is that he's, he's going gonna to rake in tax money yeah he's gonna, he's gonna tax all these boats and the boats are like well holy shit this is like a, one of the biggest port towns in the fictional uh in the fictional America, united states yeah. we gotta we gotta pay the penguin i guess yeah. the penguin's just like oh, finally yeah, 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 yeah. i outsmarted you batman yeah. uh and then robin jumps into the bat submergible and he finds that the the, the iceberg is being toted around by a submarine so they fucking they fuck that shit up and save Batman, and then everybody ends up in jail. But I just like that. I'm like, what? What is this plot here? Other than just yeah. being like, you can't touch me, Batman, this on this plan, iceberg. Yeah. And he's just like, and guess what? This iceberg's going to be in the way unless you guys all pay me tax money or whatever. Though, <laughs> like, tariff, I guess it'd be yeah. like a toll, right? The bridge. <laughs> that, that's where he went. Yeah, that was he set up a toll booth. <laughs> he's like, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to set up a toll a booth. toll booth that Batman can't enter because <laughs> it's a sovereign nation. And Batman just enters it anyway. So why yeah. would Batman be like, damn? If only I wasn't a cop. Like I don't understand that part of it. The, the plot. Yeah. The first one was even more ridiculous. Like Riddler shows up with like laughing gas, like the Joker's what? laughing yeah. gas. And oh, yeah, the Riddler was a little bit. He's more got a like... biplane, and then Batman's fighting him on a biplane because I'm like, you could never do that in the show. It looks so goofy. And then you just have uh, well, every time Batman opens his mouth, you just imagine Adam West's voice. And like the the comic's very, it's very good. Like it's it's quite well done. So That's awesome. I enjoy it. Uh. Robin with his little shorts, <laughs> it's terrible. Totally sucks. Um, do you think they got a lot of pussy back in the day? Not Robin. <laughs> And Batman, Robin, Robin couldn't get pussy. Batman got pussy. Adam West was a good-looking guy. Ba- oh, you mean like in reality? Yeah. Oh well. No, like the fictional characters. You think Robin was crushing it? <laughs> Hell no. But in the fictional world, Batman is constantly just trying to keep afloat on top of the sea of pussy. He's drowning in, and he's fighting just fighting for air. And uh, and he usually turns down the pussy because he's he's too busy for that shit. So. And no one wants to fuck Robin because he's gay, so... <laughs> well, Robin's had... Well, see, the thing romantic. is, it's great that he's he's not gay, because he's so gay no one would fuck him. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, the thing about Batman is, uh, much like James Bond or characters like that, depending on who's writing him, they all have their favorite Batman or Bond girl. Mm. So, like... For example, Kevin Smith did a, a, a thing a couple of years ago called Widening Gyre, and then he brought Silver St. Cloud back. And that was, like, Batman's big love interest in that. But meanwhile, it's like... And then the movies, like, you watch the Tim Burton movies, and it's Vicky Vale, right, mm-hmm. throughout those movies. And then um, you got Rachel Dawes in the Chris Nolan universe, and you got, you know, he was he was in... Selena Kyle's, like, a reoccurring love interest for him, and they always, like, they just gotta fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. But in reality... All that rubber... Adam like, West... Uh, <clears throat> Adam West would have got so much pussy. Yeah. The guy who played Robin, probably not so much. Or you got the watch and jerk off... <laughs> They invited him to watch. <laughs> Holy blue balls, Batman. Bust that nut already. Well, I yeah, I guess you could come watch me. <laughs> elf. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you could come watch me. An elf as Batman. Perfect casting. People got mad about Ben Affleck. An elf as Batman. I'm pretty sure they did an elf crossover like that before. I'm sure. Elf was at one point every very, game, very yeah. popular. I don't... At one point he took the role of every superhero. Yeah, uh... yeah. That's that's just a, that's a fact. Uh, you can't make that shit up. Alf, I'm too drunk. Take my armor. <laughs> you got it, Will. Sure thing, Tony. 
Oh, <laughs> oh there's cats to eat. Oh man, Catwoman lands in a. I'm just. I'm already thinking of retarded Elf episodes. <laughs> why? Why doesn't this happen? He, he, jet, he jetsons away in hey, a yard, man. Armor crashes into a, like a fucking cat shelter. <laughs> has a, Whoa! What luck! Has a, <laughs> he wrecks himself. I was, I was. I was feeling hungry. Uh, <laughs> well, the whole, who owns Elf as comic? Does anybody care? I. I in a world where we have public Smurfs and Elf and the Chipmunks, we sh- Elf needs to make a comeback. I love Elf. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Elf. Like Elf's awesome, and his. This premise it holds up. He's it was a like Morgan Mindy, but he he was he was more hideous and he was a puppet. Yeah, than than Morgan. And that was kind of his shtick. Like he looks like monstrous, so they yeah. can't like let well, him out. Of. People would freak out. He had that mole on his nose. <laughs> that gave him character. Him. He didn't wear clothes. It made him look like a, yeah. an, an extraterrestrial what Rodney if, Dangerfield. What if Alf just had like a cock and balls? <laughs> be a fucked up looking cock. I can tell you that. It would like be similar to his nose, like an armadillo cock. Yeah, and those are fucked up enough as it is. Yeah, be covered in thorns. Why? <laughs> a lot of animals doubles, are covered in thorns. Doubles as a weapon. There you go. Don't He's an alien, man. Yeah, we'll fuck you up. Or maybe he fucks, like, maybe he reproduces in a different way, oh, asexually. I think I always found cool about Alf, or whatever alien he was, uh, was they had a finite life span. Yeah. They, like, live 500 years and then they die, so they always have, like, the last few years to, like, get their affairs in order before they die. So there's one episode where, like, the human characters are dealing with a death of some kind, and Alf's just like, I don't fucking get it. Can I eat the cat? <laughs> yeah. They're always crying or some shit. Crazy. It's fucked up. Alf needed to make more cameo appearances in other shows. You know, when, like they had like continuity between like Family Ties. Urkel showed up on Full House for a couple episodes, yeah. and everybody's minds fucking exploded. They couldn't t- fucking handle it. Yeah, they should have had like Alf show up on Full House. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Even in a dream sequence or some shit. They had Michelle talking to herself all the time when she had like her evil twin in the leather jacket. Yeah, Michelle would be sitting there playing with dolls or something, and then leather jacket Michelle would come in and just be like, "What's up, cunt?" And you're like, "Whoa! Yeah. What a badass!" Is <laughs> playing with dolls all day? I was like, when they pushed it too, he's like, they had the two girls, so they could easily do girl opposite girl, but then sometimes they did the three Michelles. I'm just like, well, now you just wasted your advantage. Now, now you still have to body double Michelle at some point yeah. here. I was love when they did that shit <laughs> in old Joe's. So stupid. Yeah, fucking sister, sister, or whatever. <laughs> or were those actual twins? Uh, I'm not even familiar with sister. That's sister. all you needed to base a show off of back in the day. Twins. There's two. Of Twins them. was a big thing. There's in the two 90s. of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's two of them. Look the same. Okay. They get into hijinks. Okay. Well, that's not enough to sell. There's two of them. Okay. Well, sold. Well, Obviously done. Approved. Dude. Yeah. You get a raise. Two. Two Olsen twins. Let's do this. Game what on. if we do two sets of twins? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. Okay. It's too much. <laughs> too, too, too much. <laughs> you know, two. That's too, too many. Uh, beer this week is definitely a beer we've had before, mm. but a goodie. Uh, Guinness. It's Guinness. Yeah, it's good. It's Guinness. Ar- arguably it's a beer, but uh, hey, I'm not complaining. I fucking love love me a Guinness. Mm-hmm. Here, here it goes. Here, here I go. <laughs> Delicious. Um, so what do we got this week, Trevin? What the, the fuck? Where are we even here? Well, we got anything, anything we can think of. We have. <laughs> I got a blitz of uh, some not news. I got uh, some real quick entertainment news, and then some really exciting video game news. For you, specifically. Almost as exciting as the little piece of meat that just fell out from between my teeth? Yes. Mm. Mm. That's exciting. Was that from the sandwich you just ate now, or the one you ate last night? Uh, both the same sandwich, but from the sandwich piece I ate now, <laughs> the Guinness loosened it. Ladies. <laughs> You're missing out on all this. <laughs> this meat. <laughs> so, uh, we got we got some choice, some choice oh, not yeah. news this week. Select. Finest Canadian the finest grade. You, yeah, you, the finest you can get. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start at the beginning, which is the way... Uh, no, actually, that's not even the beginning. Well, this is professional. Okay. Uh, w- woman offered to pay Hitman in rare stamps to whack out out-of-work husband. Hitman in rare in rare stamps? <laughs> yeah, you, you had to read it twice. You're like, oh. the The thing that's scary is how little it costs to end a human life. Yeah. It's like, can you kill my husband? Uh, it's going to be $3,000. It's like, really? Well, all, well, all depends on, uh, I guess it all really depends on what what the uh, killer himself sets I, his prices at. I, I, yeah, well, I'm saying there is, values human if, life. You, if you could find the the person, there is someone out there that will kill another human being for as little as $2,000, true yeah. or false. Absolutely true. Well, yeah. Uh, well, well, obviously. Uh, Battery Park City, a Manhattan housewife has been arrested after trying to hire a hitman for $60,000 worth of rare postage stamps and jewelry to kill her unemployed husband following a dispute over money. The woman, Elena Sava Adams, 57, was grabbed by cops when she met with an undercover officer in the Brooklyn District. That, like, the fact that they have to waste 
Like, that's a part of the police department. Yeah. The guy... pretend, pretend to be an assassin. <laughs> yeah, so you can catch people. <laughs> this is like kind of like Minority Report. It's yeah. like they're stopping crimes before they happen. <laughs> um, who's posing as an assassin, willing to kill her husband, Irving Adams, 66, who lost his job as chief comp, uh, compliance officer in his Israel Discount Bank of New York. What? <laughs> What's a discount bank? You give us 50 cents, we'll give you a dollar. Uh, according to sources, Adams, who is a uh, Romanian, national, uh, allegedly had been arguing with her husband uh, about the amount of money he was giving her to make ends meet. She Okay, so they're, she, they're divorced, I guess, as everybody is. I assume, yeah. uh, She apparently told an acquaintance on Monday that she wanted to kill her husband and was willing to hire a hitman to run over him over with a car or to stamp him out, so to speak. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kornikov's Elena Adams planned to have lunch with her husband on September 1st. After eating, they were supposed to cross Avenue Z at 11th Street, uh, where the hitman was meant to kill her husband. <laughs> Over. What? Uh, <laughs> she chose uh, to have her cl- uh, cl- clandestine yeah, meetings yeah. in Brooklyn uh, because she believed the borough has fewer surveillance cameras than Manhattan sources said. I, I mean, there's a lot of variables in murdering someone with a yeah. car in New York. <laughs> In, in New York you, traffic. You don't have a lot of yeah. leeway there. To, like, to okay, we're crossing the street. The dude's five blocks away. Yeah. Just trying stuck in traffic. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do, right? You really hope he walks in front of your lane? <laughs> like, of all the ways to kill somebody, to do it... Like, ha- what's the getaway plan? He he smokes him with the car, hopefully hard enough that he can get going fast enough to kill a human being, yeah. and then somehow is a way to escape in Manhattan traffic. Or rather, what would she say? It was in a different borough or something like that. It's still, how do you get a? How does a car escape in New York City? Uh, the car doesn't. Basically, to hit the guy with the car and like run. This is, yeah, this is a tough. Like the guy doesn't own the car. I don't I know imagine. if Agent Forty Seven could pull this shit off. Hits yeah. him with a car in New York and then escape. Uh, he drops it from a crane. Yeah, <laughs> he'd probably dress up as like a uh, a crane operator. A crane operator and then drop the crane on him. Yeah, exactly. The wrecking ball. Um, I just like it was like not not cash. It was like I'm yeah. not going to sell the stamps and then when I re- yeah, when I use the cash to listen, pay it. Uh, this is way more than your average. This is sixty thousand dollars, but it's in stamps. <laughs> I but I have sixty thousand dollars worth of stamps. <laughs> have fun selling those stamps. Yeah, like, to, Trevin, at that price, we all know bitches be crazy. That we do. I know a lot of stories. About uh, the latest, the latest out of bitches be crazy is that uh, a huge surge of Craigli- Craigslist listings recently for for actual positive pregnancy tests. See, this is even more cowardly than poking holes in the condom. <laughs> this, well, this isn't. This is like a different. Oh wait, no, this is something else. This is a. This is like a. Oh fuck! I know what these are for. These are for quote unquote the test, or quote unquote. Testing, which is an innocent oh, enough quote, term, quote, testes. referring to when a girlfriend, spouse, life partner, whatever, is like, what have you, <laughs> is like, I'm pregnant, and the other person's, and it, they're not pregnant, but they say they're <laughs> pregnant uh, to test to see what the other person would do, yes, if they'd stay or if they leave or whatever, but. It's extremely fucked up because you're just playing with that person's emotions, showing that you're more than willing to lie to them, uh, like, and be comfortable about it, and just, it's basically a really good sign to show you're not ready for a relationship. Pregnancy tests. Is there indifference to a positive pregnancy test? I don't think there ever is. It's kind of interesting. To well, I mean, <laughs> if you're trying to get It's preg- either, oh, shit. Was it the toothpaste for dinner? It was, uh... You know you're old when you've reached the age and someone says they're pregnant and you don't breathe in air through your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> We're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> when you're old, so congratulations. Uh, so this is like around $25 is the going price for a, a, a used pregnancy test. So they send you a box yeah. with a pee on stick. Um, so yeah, what you just said was uh, want to get your boyfriend to pop the question, tell him you're pregnant and back it up with a, a positive pregnancy test. There you go. That'll get him to marry you on the spot. If you are choosing to date a complete idiot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, or it's for tricks, it's practical jokes, which is the the only purpose I could see it being see, practically used if it's a practical for. joke, I'm like, okay, that's like a really fucking harsh practical joke, but okay, whatever, cool. Yeah. You know, you're not playing people's emotions, you're like, oh, haha, I'm just fucking with you. So let's, let's read this here. Uh, scrolling through the site, there appears to be no shortage of sellers, uh... And many are aware that their customers, hey, pregnancy test is expensive, though. They're like, they're like 20 to 40 bucks, are they not? They're pretty pricey, yeah. Mm. Making your money back. That's the, 
only thing I can think of that you pee on and actually maintains its value. Yeah. And it can be resold when usually it's spent. It's not increasing in yeah. value. Yeah. Interesting. What else? There's nothing. Um, drug tests? Drug, drug tests. Urine samples? You pee on it, it gains value. Definitely. The urine Definitely. itself. Yes. Yeah. The pee, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, scrolling through the site, the pre- uh, I'm pregnant and will sell you my positive pregnancy test for $20. One woman from Manhattan's Lower uh, East Side writes, I don't care what you need them for. Well... You probably don't want to know too much. Yeah, you probably don't yeah. want to fucking hear the same story eight million <laughs> times. Uh, one Los Angeles woman offers to buy a pregnancy test for $20 to make a video on teen pregnancy uh, for her local boys and girls club. Okay. She needs a, pre- a positive one. Yeah. Uh, another Dallas-based buyer is motivated by revenge because after five years... This is an interesting part here. Yeah. Uh, because after five years and two children with her ex-boyfriend, he came home and told her that he got his receptionist pregnant. Uh, he had we had been trying for another baby she writes he texted and said he isn't sure who he wants to be with and I think I handled it well for what uh, a cheating lying dog he is I would like the last laugh out of this and I will give some girl $40 so she can be like guess what motherfucker I'm pregnant with your third baby this is your leverage already fucked up you're leveraging babies (laughs) (laughs) like that's something we do now well, yeah, I mean, maybe you should be with me because I have all the babies. I can't even criticize them because the guy's a fucking retard. The woman's a fucking retard. The guy, <laughs> the woman, the guy's cheating with is a fucking retard. And they're all fucking retards. You can't even retards leading retards. Yeah. Uh, still, uh, is easy to see how expectant moms in need of extra cash could be tempted to to buy the high markup. While drugstore pregnancy tests are priced between ten and twenty. Okay, maybe there's cheaper ones. Cheap versions can be bottom line or discounted. Let's. I would just keep peeing on them. Not me buy personally, but like, yeah, 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 buy them in bulk, pee on a bunch of them, go jump on Craigslist. Canadian peed on pregnancy test? That's gotta be worth something. There you go. Yeah. Canadians have uh, a better healthcare. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Craigslist uh, has also become an underground online bazaar for other fertility items. Women are selling frozen breast milk for $1 per ounce, baby items, and even drugs at deep discount. Fertility drugs such as uh, Ganrelix, <laughs> Menopore, <laughs> and Gunnel F. Jesus. Used for uh, IVF and egg freezing are offered at around $100. For several doses, rather than market rate, which can be around 120, <laughs> save save a couple bucks. Jesus. Um, experts caution that there is no way to verify that the drugs inside the boxes are as advertised, or since the medicines require refrigeration, that they are stored properly. Guess what? They aren't. Uh, with everything else on Craigslist, it seems that the evidence that the buyer beware. Blah, 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 blah. So yeah. there you go, ladies. Don't just don't, please. Preg- don't don't mess with pregnancy. That's that's real shit. You can't even fucking yeah. tell them that. People have been trying to tell them that for d- d- centuries. <laughs> don't fuck with pregnancy. Um, the, what's the male equivalent? Uh, don't get girls pregnant, you fucking idiot. Or, or by law, you have to cha- care for the child and pay for it. This is the case. Even if she... Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, law sucks, but that's what you gotta do. When I say lunch lady, what do you think of? Well, lunch lady, do you think of fucking lunch lady Doris from The Simpsons? Yeah. Or maybe even the lunch lady voice from Adam Sandler's comedy tape. The, uh, <laughs> sloppy Joes. Oh, sloppy Joes. Probably not coming from this woman, who was goodly enough to fuck oh. a bunch of boys at a party at her house. Yes. Okay, now, let's just read, this is a very short story here. A Falcon School District 49-year-old food service worker accused of sexual assault on a minor is accused of throwing an alcohol-fueled party, which seems to happen every other weekend in the United States. Uh, at her house and having sex with a student as others watched, according to the court documents. Tanya Harris, 34, was arrested uh, last week in suspicion of having uh, sex with a 17-year-old boy at the party on November 2012. According to the affidavit, sort of, uh, sheriff's deputies learned in February that Harris allegedly had sex with a teenager and a 20-year-old man at her home. So she had a threesome with a student, and probably a, a previous student, at an alcohol, alcohol-fueled party at her house. Sounds awesome. Um, okay, so the affidavit is... it's it's. Like statutory rape or whatever it is, she yeah. t- took advantage of a minor mm. and f- fed them alcohol. Because yeah. if it's a guy, an old guy fucking a seventeen-year-old girl oh, with alcohol, but involved, the, the thing like... about the seventeen-year-old already is that it's like mm, kind of old enough to make that decision, unless you were flat-out raped. Well, as see, a this is the thing though: it's yeah. uh, age of consent is sixteen. Yeah, but if you're over the legal. If you have one... Age of 18? Yeah. And you fuck a 16-year-old, then it's statutory rape. If you're under 18 and she's 16, it's all good. Well, if you're 34 and you fuck a 17-year-old that you got drunk... Then it's quite obvious. You should probably go to prison. Um, there you go. We, we continue... I want to... We should, like, get all the... Th- the stories like this from every Tootsie Iceberg ever and edit it into one four-hour podcast where it's just like, sex with minors... 
the episode 200 special. Yeah. <laughs> here we are, hear, us, hear us through the course of three years. Discuss, Describe how much we wish to be in these young men's situations. <laughs> discuss all the boys who have been fucked by teachers and all the teachers who are male that fucked young female students that deserve to go to hell. Yeah. And there's just hypocrisy. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I, but really, though, you know, guy in this, like, what was her sentence? She's in, in court. It's an ongoing okay. thing. It's... They wouldn't, it wouldn't have lasted more than two minutes in court if it was this guy in the Just like that guy in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> 17-year-old drunk. Fucking your... your whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know, man, because, I mean, the flip side of it, it's... it's Your 17-year-old boy and a 34-year-old woman, 17-year-old boy, has a way out of that situation. Yeah. 17-year-old girl and a 34-year-old man... There's probably more of a rape situation going on there. 17-year-old and a 20-year-old double team in the uh, hot lunch yeah. lady. I'm just saying, the lunch lady needs to be prosecuted. Yes, she did right. something wrong. Yeah. But we also need to look at the minor who was taken advantage yeah. of, who's not entirely innocent in this case. They, they're a victim, sure. They, yeah. You know, but they were drinking underage. If you drank underage anywhere else, who's in trouble? You. Yeah. Yeah. You broke the law. You drank at 17 instead of 21. That's the thing. Now we get into the whole, like... Consent, Delio. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 did he consent to those drinks? And if he did, it doesn't matter because he's under the age of consent and derp, 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 derp. So, people just have sex with people here. Listen, 34-year-old lunch lady, there are plenty of 34-year-old dudes out there that would love yeah. to fuck you. We need to, we need to really get over the age thing. Not completely, but to the point where it's like, okay, if they... We need to get over the age of consent thing. Like, oh, they can't make an informed decision. If, if you're... If you're fucking 16, if you're older than 12, and you don't know to say no to someone who offers you candy to go into their van, you're not gonna make it. I'm sorry. You're... <laughs> what, did you to peanuts? Chances are, you're not making it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, groping and stuff. Uh, disruptive passenger causes JetBlue flight to divert to Denver International Airport. Oh. A JetBlue flight from California to New York was divorted, divorted, <laughs> diverted early Friday after flight attendants reported that a drunk disruptive passenger allegedly drunk disruptive passenger was trying to fondle women sitting close to him hmm. Gregory Mayer age 47 of Studio City California was arrested in uh, Denver and is scheduled to appear in federal court Friday afternoon he was charged with two counts of assault and is expected to release some bond the attorney general's office said JetBlue flight blah 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 basically uh, tried to grab the arm and hand of the woman next to him just like trying to just, just hold her hand I guess and then there's a woman in front of him and he kept trying to like stroke her head that's weird turns out the man dropped Ambien uh, before getting on the airplane. That would explain a lot. Uh, we should also explain why he has no recollection of why he was arrested after yeah. coming to. Um, for those who aren't accustomed with Ambien, we've talked <laughs> about it multiple times oh, on, yeah. on the podcast. Uh, you basically have waking dreams. You are yeah. awake and fully... Well, if you manage to stay awake, yeah. then you're basically just high as shit. It like... destroys your short-term memory. Mm. So you will wake up, typically before the Ambien wears off, mm. but your memory does not catch up to you. No. So you have your basic rudimentary... Everyday skills you, you can walk around. What you do, but you can't yeah. remember what happened five you, seconds. You basically ago. know yeah. what's up, what you need to do. Uh, you know, you know who you are. You know how to speak. You know how to mm. get around. Obviously, drive a car yeah. and whatnot. You have the long term uh, memory, but you yeah. don't know what you did like in the past two seconds. You don't know what you just finished yeah. doing. As far as this guy is concerned, he might be stroking the head of his daughter or grabbing the hand of his wife yeah. in his own head. Turns out they were strangers, and it turns out he's in court. Um, Ambien is a fucking very interesting drug. Over the uh, counter, buy it for like yep, five bucks. Fucking, get a whole box of it. Lose, yeah. your, lose your keys. Fucking have a great time. <laughs> Ambien Walrus. Uh, <laughs> fucking yeah, you need a spotter on that shit, and it's it's a sleeping pill. Yeah, that's the craziest part. You'll have the best sleep ever because you won't remember having a bad sleep. Exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, box office for last week. Uh, it's Sunday now, halfway through this weekend. Mm. We're going to go back to last week. The Butler maintained number one spot. With o- Oprah riding that that Oscar buzz train. She's yeah. going to be insufferable. Like she's going, nothing's going to stop her if she wins an Oscar. Dude, she's already insufferable. She has she has a channel uh, on television named after herself. It's called it's called the Oprah Winfrey Network, <laughs> and it's all just shows she likes. And her show, of course. And her movie. A lot of her. The Killer Purple. Yeah. Uh, Where the Millers maintains number two spot. The Mortal Instruments City of Bones at number three. Which is, of course, the fan fiction that became more than incest in that in that movie, though. I like that something mainstream is just, hey, sister sister yeah. and brother fucking. Explain that to your kids. Got it here. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. The World's End. It kind of takes... Take kids to our rated movies takes, explain this yeah, shit. Yeah, it kind of takes the Luke Leia kiss from Emperor Strikes Back and just goes with it. It's yeah. like, what if Leia just sucked him off in front of Han? <laughs> She's like, you don't get it. 
<laughs> and Luke's just like does that fucking smirk and puts his hands behind his head. Um, The World's End opens up at number four, which is the new Edgar Wright movie, made $8.8 million. Uh, Planes at number five, You're Next at number six, Elysium at number seven, Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters at number eight, Kick-Ass 2 at number nine, and Blue Jasmine number ten. Blue Jasmine, is that, uh, that's that's like Kanye's kid, or or like uh, Jay-Z's kid, right? Blue Jasmine. Uh, Blue Jasmine. (laughs) Blue Jasmine, come back around here. Uh, For this weekend, you'll be very upset to to know that the One Direction uh, documentary... Uh, is at number one with millions upon millions of dollars. A scripted documentary about the One Direction guys, uh, who I'm willfully ignorant to. I don't... No choice of my own. I'm just... They don't... I don't cross where I go, yeah. and them don't... The, the, only, no. the only time I've ever actually seen any media involving One Direction is... Shut up, we have, cool. uh, <laughs> we have that, and we have birthday themed... We have birthday cards that are, like, One Direction themed. And the front of the birthday card is just, like... A full body shot of one of the characters with their name down the side. <laughs> the like characters. it doesn't even say "Happy Birthday." It's just a big picture of one of the guys from One Direction with their name. Like, yeah, I don't. Well, you know they'll be gone in a couple years, so we can just. Do well, it's, it's one the... of them will be gay. One of them will get fat. One of them will die. <laughs> one of them will be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, buddy. When you got uh, that many in there, and they're and they're One Direction. It's... Yeah. Uh, my favorite. I, I watched a review on the movie. Like the guys just being like, honestly, watching a documentary, and being like, "How was the documentary?" And it was like, it was terrible. It was scripted. They they. It's made up. Like, this isn't a documentary, per se. Um, but at one point, the guy's just like, you know what it's like to be us? And he opens the door, and you hear a bunch of screaming girls, and like, eh, one direction, and he closes the door. I'm like, at one point in time, Hitler was able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know what it's like to be me? And he opens it's the like door. like to be Hitler? The Fuhrer! <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'll let you work that one out. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> um, Lee Daniels, The Butler's at number two. We're the Millers, staying at number three. Mother Miller's is doing very, very good for itself. That's it's cool. doing very well in the box office. Uh, Planes at number four. Instructions not included, which I hope is not a remake of Batteries not included, which is a very underrated Steven Spielberg movie. If you I ever remember hearing it. about it. A bunch of alien it. little robots. Like, they land in this apartment building, and then all these, like, mismatched characters in the apartment building are trying to help them. Huh. The government's, like, after these robots, and the robots have baby robots, and then it's just a bunch of mismatched characters living in this apartment building trying to help these robots out. Interesting. It's a really neat movie. Yeah. I like it. I fucking like that movie. Elysium is at number six. Mortal Instruments drops at number seven. World's End at number eight. World's End. Yeah. It's niche. It's Coronado Trilogy. Which one was? That's oh, Shaun right, of the yeah. Dead. Hot yeah. Fuzz, yeah. Uh, Getaway number, which I still haven't, I haven't yeah. seen the World's End yet. Getaway is at number nine, which is probably just this huge piece of shit. And Percy Jackson's at number ten. Uh, so that's, that's it. That's box office. Fuck it. James Spader. Pictured here. You know James Spader? Uh, you know you recognize the I face? Think I've, I know the face. I've seen him and stuff. You, you know his like mannerisms? His like... How he talks and stuff. Very, very, like... Uses his hands a lot? No, but he's, like, very articulate. Like, he's very, like, well-spoken. So. He's gonna be Ultron. He's gonna be the voice of Ultron in the Ultron movie. Okay. Which should be really, really neat. Yeah. Um, and him and, uh... Him and Robert Downey Jr. were in the movie Less Than Zero in the 80s. Oh. And in Less Than Zero, I believe James Spader's character made Robert Downey Jr. suck a cock in that movie. So maybe we'll see the same thing in Avengers 2. Yeah. Iron Man suck Iron dick. Man suck this cock. <laughs> oh, oh god. Holy shit. Ah, ha, <laughs> it's the greatest ah, movie I've ever seen. It's got everything. Yeah. When fucking Iron Man sucks off Captain America. It wasn't a dry pant in the, in the fucking theater. Mm. Uh, so that's your Ultron. Also, Bradley Cooper is Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so I guess they can still use him. Yeah. I guess the idea of using a character to voice a character is like, you can still be something else in the universe if you yeah. had to be. Uh, fucking Human Torch ended up being Cap- Captain fucking America. Who's Batman now? Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck was ben Daredevil. Affleck, yeah. Ben Affleck. Who's, who's Batman now? Now they're getting superheroes to do other superheroes. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Just recycle it. These guys are niche superhero actors, apparently. Yeah. Uh, speaking of superhero, Heimdall opened the Bifrost. Indris Elba yeah. uh, plans to bring Luther, the series, which I highly recommend everybody go and watch. Based uh, on Lex Luthor? No. Okay. <laughs> he's, a, he's a police detective. And he deals with really... Like a homicide detective or something. He deals with really fucked up cases in London. And then there's like an old... supernatural fucked up? Yeah, but it's like... It's... No. It's like... It's... Weird shit. Non-fictional. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's... Well, it's fictional, but you know what I mean. Um, he has a bunch of fucked up stuff happen to him. It's an overarching story. So, like, a series will be four episodes long and they're hour episodes. And even though in each episode he's dealing with, like, a new murderer or, so, like, a serial killer he has to deal with, there's overarching themes that mm. come together in the fourth episode. Okay. Uh, usually, that's how these are structured. There's three of them so far. The first one's a little longer. Uh, but they're all fucking fantastic. Cool. So, to see this be... Maybe end on the big screen... Because that's the thing with the BBC and, like, Britain. is It's not like, this is a really good show. 
Let's do it for 12 years. Like, this is a really no. good show. Let's do yeah. as much good of it as we can. And as soon as we're yeah. like, eh, that's it. We're yeah. done. Once the story, yeah. you get the story going well. Once you realize it can get to a climactic conclusion where it's like you have nothing else to really write for it, you end it. Yeah, yeah it's done. That's yeah. all we had. No, and it's a really good it run. Out, yeah. And then you remember it, you're like, man, that was fucking fantastic. It's not, man, that was fantastic until the sixth season. Mm. <laughs> out of fucking ideas. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, go check that out. And, uh, oh, there he is. He's touching that girl's face. Um, really cool show. Here we are on the video game news. We have a huge release day this week, uh, as is the custom in the fall. Mm. Uh, if you have an e- the eShop on the 3DS, you can get Wario Land 3. Yay. <laughs> sure. Uh, on the PS3 and the 360, um, you have Killer is Dead, the new Suda51 game, mm-hmm. where you play an assassin who stares at tits and cuts demons up with a sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's basically the gist of it. A lot of Killer7-esque vibes from the style of the game. Uh, gameplay is difficult and sparingly uh, placed in the game. Uh, <laughs> Lost Planet 3 is also out, a game Capcom is printing once because they're like, fuck it, I guess we'll release it, but we don't really care. See... I kind of want to play Lost Planet 2. Lost Planet 2 was an amazing game that everybody hated. But why why didn't anyone... It was Action Monster Hunter, where you shot dudes and giant monsters. The only thing is is that there was a huge amount of time you had to pour into the game before it got good. Oh. You had to go through a campaign that was terrible, and then you unlocked your character that you could customize, and then you would do certain missions with your buddies, and you could have, like, all these different weapons and stuff that were exclusive to your character when you beat the game. So as you're going through the game, you're playing for four hours, you're unlocking all these cool things, and you can't fucking use any of them. Okay. Uh, so you're getting, like, these gun swords and all these badass things and all this cool armor, and you're fucking locked to these piece-of-shit characters and missions that until have really, you, really... Until you beat the game, basically. Yeah, it was a bad... It's a bad game until 20 hours later when it becomes an amazing game, so... Yes. People were really split on Lost Planet 2. Most people hated it. Uh, Madden NFL 25 is out. Football! Oh, God. Finally. I've been waiting all all year for Madden 25. And it's flying off the shelves because all the Madden drones are like, this isn't Madden 14. This is Madden NFL 25. Mm-hmm. So people who wait two years to three years to buy Madden game are like, well, clearly this is the Madden game to buy because it's Madden 25. It's not the next... It was like, that's all they had to do. Yeah. Was be like, Madden. And, yeah. and that's it. Like, this one's just called Madden. Need, they don't need yeah. a number. Whatever. Also for the PS3, you have a uh, Tsunemiku Project Diva F. Mm. Little, little rhythm game. Rhythm game with a, a little robot girls. rhythm game. Yeah. Uh, and then Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, which I, on the podcast, of course, always slandered. I slandered Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. And now I gave Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, a chance because there's no reason for me not to as the game is free for me as someone who bought the original game. Mm. Um... And it's fucking fantastic. The game is really good. Right. Um, the Final Fantasy XI dudes jumped in and fucking Save really took... Yeah, they, they they fucking did a number on it. It's a very easy-to-get into MMO. It's a lot of fun, which is hard to say about many MMOs. You yeah. don't feel like you're ever grinding. There's always something pushing you to the next thing. It has an addicting leveling system where you're like, oh, man, I want to level this, this class yeah. up to level 10 because then I get this cool ability that I can use forever on any of my other jobs. Well, I mean... As yeah. far as we know, though, Endgame might be really slow. We, we're not there yet. Yeah, I mean, that Endgame is what you make it, right? Yeah. And plus, this is a game that just launched. I mean, by the time we... You like to see homos naked? Homos <laughs> 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 naked. What? I th- I'm pretty sure that was from uh, Joe Dirt. You like to see homos naked? It was a... Uh... I have never watched Joe Dirt. Oh, I don't, I'm not even mad. It was like some some dude with like no teeth, like he's some old hobo dude. He has this like sage advice, like they're talking about home. He's like, home is where you. He's like, it's home is where you make it. He's yeah. like, home is where you make it. And all anyone, everyone's like, what the fuck? You like to see homos naked? No, homo is naked. Hey, whatever you're into, man. And that was it. that was the joke. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, if, if not a David Spade movie, it would be a Rob Schneider movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. Fucking check it out. Yeah, uh, they're having all kinds of server issues. Uh, oh, of course, if you're so in North America. You have to be very, very patient, or yeah. Japan for that matter. Uh, you have to be very, very patient getting into a server. So, like, for example, if you picked up the game today or went home and took my copy and then just bought yourself a registration code, yeah, like, I'm not... it would probably be all night trying to get into the game, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of lame. So have something else to do. Watch something. That, watch some porn. Yeah. Long form. For God's sake. Yeah. Watch <laughs> some, get some Lily Bell and just fucking go to town yourself. It's Lexi Bell. It's Lexi <laughs> Bell. Who's Lily Bell? Uh, a cow. No, it's Clarabelle. It's Clarabelle? Is there a Clarabelle? It's a straight up. Uh, I know Lexi Mike Bell. Did. I swear there's a, li- a Lily Bell or a Lily something else with a Probably. Bee. I mean, porn stars, there's no shortage of them. <laughs> They're infinite. Yeah. I was thinking of Lexi Bell, though, so we'll go with her. Okay. Yeah. Up and comer, so to speak. <laughs> um, we're going to look up Lily Bell now. Okay. Maybe she's even hotter. Maybe. 
Little Webs. Audibly. Pornos. So check it out. Um, that's all I gotta say on that for the week. Nintendo had some announcements this week. I've seen this, though. The 2DS. Just as fun to say as it is to play. Uh, everybody had, of course, all the things to say in the world about the 2DS. It's ugly. Mainly the uh, the DS Stanford doorstop. Uh, <laughs> and then people seem to really hate the design, which may have forgotten what a Game Boy was for yeah. 25 years. Uh, which... I'm sure it's not bigger than a Game Boy. No, it's like, it's little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's 2D, no 3D capabilities. So uh, you'd think you'd save on battery life, you'd be wrong. Uh, has a sleep mode that you initiate manually, of course, with a button because it can't close. It's a single yeah. tablet kind of thing. Probably the most noticeable. Uh, the no price hinge. point is really good: one hundred and twenty-nine, one hundred and thirty-nine, or so. Okay. Uh, so cheaper than all the other th- uh, DS models, rightfully so. It doesn't have the three D technology interlacing. Um, and everybody was hating on it. They said it looked ugly. They, they hated it. And then at PAX, everybody played it, and now everybody shot up about it. So next time there's outrage about yeah. Ben Affleck, Miley Cyrus. "Quote unquote twerk- twerking, uh, Syria." Let's just let's give it a three days and see uh, see where we're at yeah. after that. Because uh, I think the the thing now on the internet is to be outraged or fun or just make fun of anything. Well, the, the thing with the internet is that initially it's always like, "Whoa, what the fuck? They did something that other people aren't doing. Holy shit, this is unheard of." And I, I'm afraid of change, so I don't like this. This is bad. Fear change. And then three days later, it's like, it's the new thing. Nintendo and announced that they are dropping it. the price of the Wii U uh, from 350 for the Deluxe to $299.99. They're releasing a Wind Waker bundle on September 20th, mm-hmm. which will include a digital version of the Wind Waker as well as uh, Hyrule Historia. So if you want to play a game from 10 years ago, you go right the fuck ahead. Uh, they also announced all the release dates for their other games, um, namely... I guess in this wonderful 101, which is a new Platinum Games game, is going to be uh, on September 15th, which is closing in on us. And then uh, for the handheld, of course, if you're looking to play the new Link to the Past game, it's going to be on November 22nd. Everything else is kind of whatever. It's Nintendo. Fucking mm-hmm. Donkey Kong, Wii Party, Mario and Sonic, doing Olympic shit, yeah. whatever food gives a shit. Um, so there you go. Nintendo dropping the price. They're already selling their console at a loss. I might even almost buy it. They will Nintendo be selling their console at... I didn't want to spoil that. Okay, so Kiji... Kiji Inafune? Kiji. Kiji Inafune. Okay. He defected from Capcom a couple years ago. Uh, he hates the way the Japanese game studios work, yeah. where if you're a veteran at making games, you're, you become a producer and you go all the way upstairs and you have nothing to do with game creation. Yeah. Uh, Kiji Inafune is someone who very well, Which much, is very understandable. He's right? not done. He wants a to keep making games. A lot of heads in the companies have yeah. been talking about that, actually. You look at kind of what happens to Miyamoto at Nintendo and stuff, too. Yeah. It's how Japanese companies work. If you've been around for a long time, I think you go upstairs. Sakurai might have actually turned down promotions because of that. He's still... He's close to the point Even where Even Iwata like, talks about it. He's, he's like, like, I am really regret not being able to have like any direct influence yeah. anymore. So, that's a big regret. And, uh, and that's something that, that Kiji Inafune has mentioned that he likes about the Western way of developing games, where someone like a Todd Howard or Cliff Bozinski, or, mm. uh, yeah, those are two names that should be thrown <laughs> together. Yeah. Uh, Todd Howard, Cliff Bozinski, fucking the Double Fine guys, uh, you got your Tom Schaefer's and whatnot. Yeah. These are guys who founded these things, who have been making games for years and continue to be in the thick of it. They're there every day yeah. in the thick of They're it. They're straight up just doing yeah. what they like. They're not taking the elevator up to the fucking 300th yeah. floor and just sitting at a desk being bored. Mm. They're, they're actually in it making games. So Kiji Inafune didn't like that about Capcom. Uh, he also didn't like that Capcom continuously shat upon Mega Man and uh, how he was getting really yeah. no help on Mega Man Legends 3. It just wasn't going to oh, happen. Yeah. So he left. And we haven't heard anything from him no. until now. Capcom refused to talk about him. Kiji Inafune announced this uh, very... Smartly during PAX Prime because it's very much a fan thing. Mm-hmm. Kijin Fune is not making Mega Man. <laughs> well, maybe he can't. Kijin Fune is making a game called The Mighty Number no. Nine, and it's going on Kickstarter. And when you watch this trailer, he just made the Mega Man X game we never got, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mega Man mogul Kijin Fune has launched a Kickstarter to fund development of his latest game, Mighty Number no. Nine. A fundraising campaign seeks to get just under a million dollars within the next thirty days. If successful, the game will launch for PC sometime during the spring of 2015 via Steam and DRM free digital distribution methods. Mac Linux versions will be produced if the 1.35 million stretch goal is reached. Likewise, uh, 360 Wii U and PlayStation 3 versions will be developed if the campaign manages $2.5 million. I haven't checked the Kickstarter. Let's see where they're at. That's the exciting part. It's just like, no way. And then you look at it, it's like $3 million. Holy shit. Uh, The game's development team includes the Mega Man series alumnus... Uh, Neo Tomita and uh, uh, Manami Matsumoto. Basically, everyone who left with him when he left Capcom, who were making Capcom like yeah. Mega Man games. Since he the called beginning. them all up. 
Yeah. Hey, remember that shit we were doing? Remember that shit we thought about? Let's do it again. Uh, these are the guys who I believe worked uh, a lot on Mega Man Legends and the Mega Man 9, 10 development thing when it happened to Capcom. So they'd know their way around a Mega Man game. Uh, and they're going to make a spiritual successor here. So this is in m- many ways how Lost Odyssey was like, hey, that's the true Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah. Uh, this will be maybe the true Mega Man X9. As I hope it would be. Because X9 is the next one, right? It is. So naming it Mighty Number no. 9. And the Mega Man X series is my favorite Mega Man series. So The game is a side-scrolling shooter Big which uh, concerns a robot named Beck. The ninth in a series of robots called the Mighty Numbers. The other Mighty Numbers have gone rogue <laughs> due to a virus. Oh, gee. Yeah. And it's up to Beck and his female robot companion, Call. <laughs> Beck and Call. Oh. Uh, to stop them. Each defeated Mega Number grants Beck a new power. But Beck has also has the ability to transform his limbs into various tools, giant magnets, tank treads, etc. Uh, to dispose of enemies and traverse the environment. You know, Call's crazy, but it sounds kind of familiar. Uh, this is Joystick. Uh... <laughs> In one day, they've raised seven hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Uh, so yes. this was the chance for everybody to put their fucking money where their mouth is on the Mega Man Legends three thing. Uh, if you can see screenshots, it's looking good. If you see screenshots from it, it has like a kind of a cel shaded thing, kind of like the the Smash Brothers for three DS feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's fucking it's Mega Man. <laughs> let's let's be honest here. I fucking Mega uh, Man is. I grew up with that shit, man. It's, Mega oh, we're, shit. we're playing the trailer. Yeah, so here you go. Mega Man 2-esque yes. opening. scaling the top of the tower. Uh, so, let's let's do the math on this one. Let's bust out a calculator. We have 675, 743, uh, divided by 11,433. The average pledge to this Kickstarter is $60. People are paying a full full price game mm. for, for this. Here, here he is talking to us. He's like, fuck Capcom. I make own game. Uh, and then let's get to the gameplay. Showing what they're doing here. He's got some Famicom games. He's signing. He's signing copies of Rockman. Fuck yeah. Um. So yeah, he's a Capcom. Won't well, let me make a fucking Mega Man game. I'll go make Mega Man games somewhere else. KG and Afuni is my dad. <laughs> he's my new dad. He's my new dad. Looking great. Game looks yeah. really, really good. All the fucking character designs and shit. Fuck yeah. So yeah, go back that everybody. Looks like a cross between um, Mega Man X and Mega Man Zero. Yeah. Yes. The art styles. If you back him with $10,000 or more, you get dinner and drinks with him. <laughs> Y'all right. <laughs> Travel and lodging expenses are not included. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's one backer for that price. Huh. Limited. Hey, if you were a millionaire, if you were Justin Bieber, <laughs> you, know, it would, you know, it wouldn't be that bad, let's be honest. Fuck all the pussy you want and have all the money in the world. I'd, I'd probably be doing more exciting things than having drinks with KG and Afune. But if it was me, though, I would be having drinks with <laughs> KG and Afune. I'm saying if you you and Justin Bieber freaky Friday into each other's place. Okay. Yeah. That is the first thing I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't speak a lick of Japanese. So, so get excited. Go back to the mighty number nine on Kickstarter. And let's make this shit happen, people. Ah, arigato. I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> I'm Justin Bieber. I am Justin Bieber. I'm not actually Justin Bieber. I'm someone in Justin Bieber's body. Smell my finger. <laughs> <laughs> pussies. Uh, PlayStation Home is closing its doors in Japan. I have a question about PlayStation Home. <laughs> what? Shoot. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? Um, as far as I knew, uh, it was always in beta and now it's done. Like it, They made such a huge deal of it. They kept supporting it and now it's gone. Do people use it? There well, was The thing was... Um, well, they were on the bandwagon with with the Mii's. You make the Mii, oh, ha, ha, oh, make your Xbox avatar. Oh, Except ha. they fucked up because like, they never went. They never went yeah. full with it. PlayStation's like, fuck making your little character. We've we made our own guy online, not guy online. We made our own Habo Hotel. We made our own CokeMusic.com. We made our own. You make your little guy. You make your house. You do all the stuff. It's like by Second the way, Life without all the yeah, stuff. By the way, you have to pay real money for everything you ever get. Otherwise, you have nothing. You want to buy that cool cowboy hat? It's going to cost yeah. you five in real dollars, in real life dollars. Which was what eventually caused the decline of Habbo Hotel. <laughs> it all became pay for everything. Um, yeah, well, PlayStation Home, uh, it offered some mini games. There was stuff to play in it. There was like a, uh, bowling and bowling. I guess. <laughs> there was. I don't know if you went on it recently, but there was a bunch no. of like little arcade games and stuff you could oh, play. Okay. Not known ones. It was ones created for the game. Yeah. Uh, you could screw around in all the different themed areas. Uh, it was a way to socialize. I don't know if it was popular in other places in the world, but North America, we could give two shits about it. Right. I imagine Japan's the same way because, you know, 
Japan's like I, I'm having now, a hard time living my Sony own life. Sony really dropped the ball on the, with the Vita. Like the 3DS Street Pass stuff, it's completely meaningless. But it's it's a real reason people carry their 3DSs with them yeah. all the time. And then Vita tried to do something called Near, which allows you to interface with characters, players around you, and play with them, or or friend them, or chat with them. But that's that's all it offers. Mm. So it's like it, it keeps you connected. You can meet strangers and shit like that. I'm like that works in Japan where you're like, let's play Monster Hunter. Let's search near on this train and be like, me, you, and that yeah. guy are going to play Monster Hunter. There's like 300 people on a train. Yeah, like, but in North America, it it, it doesn't function the same way. Especially because you don't have the 3G one in Canada, anyways. Mm. It's only when you're near a Wi-Fi hotspot. Oh. So you're nearing people who live next to you. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Uh, but uh, I guess R.I.P. in pieces. Uh, home. Yeah. Um, I could never make a character who actually looked like me, so... Apparently, 23 people both downloaded and made characters... 23 million people, sorry. <laughs> 23 whole people. <laughs> 23 people sounds a little more accurate, actually. Yeah. Uh, in home, and that that's home. Uh, there that's go. PlayStation Home. All uh, they, I, I don't know what Sony can do... Like, do we care about the avatars and knees and the shit? The social stuff like that? Yeah. No, not after the, the hype of the Wii died down. Hype of the Wii. <laughs> the hype of the Wii. The hype of the Wii... I equip hype of the Wii. It's like sounds put like it in attack mode. Weird, like autumnal <laughs> Irish, like festival. The hype of the Wii. Hype of the Wii. <laughs> hype of the Wii morning. Dude. Oh, hype of the Wii here. <laughs> Lexi Bell, <laughs> and that's just the tits. <laughs> Love the iceberg. Tell you how I 